Hi, welcome to the Haven Youth Church Podcast. We want to thank you for tuning in today. We hope this message encourages you and empowers you to be all God created you to be. We love you. Welcome to the family. If you brought your Bible, turn to the book of Acts. The book of Acts. Acts chapter number three. Acts chapter number 3 and verse 1. If the person beside you is without a Bible, you, um, you can just take a moment and uh, take the sharp end of your elbow and just drive it right into their hip area. There's a, like this little area right here that's a magic button, you know, like right there. Just drive it in there. Let them know. Um, come prepared. If you don't have a physical Bible, download an app. Um, and along those lines, let me say that um, we're reading through the Bible as a group. And if you want to be a part of part of that, join the Remind group. Okay, and we'll shoot out that link if you want to read with us through the Bible. So uh, there's a couple of plans we got out there. One is read through in a year, and another one is read through in 30 days. So if you're game, Acts chapter three. If you found it, say Amen. <clears throat> I want to have you stand up because I hear a lot of voices, and I want you to uh, focus on the word. And so I want you to stand to your feet. <clears throat> it's our hope and intention that we hear from the Lord, and that uh, I'm just an instrument and just a vessel to speak for God, not about Him. And uh, so the next few moments, I want to challenge you to treat it as a holy time. Because the Holy Spirit wants to speak to your heart. The Bible says, now Peter and John were going up to the temple at the hour of prayer, the ninth hour. And a man lame from birth was being carried, whom they laid at the gate of the temple that is called the beautiful gate. To ask alms of those entering the temple. And seeing Peter and John about to go into the temple, he asked to receive alms. And Peter directed his gaze at him. As did John, and said, look at us. And he fixed his attention on them, expecting to receive something from them. Anyone expecting to receive something? <laughs> but Peter said, I have no silver and gold, but what I do have. Somebody say, what I do have. What I do have, I give to you. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. He uses the description of Jesus that everybody else used to shame him. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. And he took him by the right hand and raised him up. And immediately his feet and ankles were made strong. And leaping up, he stood and began to walk and entered into the temple with them, walking and leaping and praising God. And all the people saw him walking and praising God and recognized him as the one who sat at the beautiful gate of the temple asking for alms. And they were filled with wonder and amazement at what had happened to him. I want to speak to us on this thought uh, for this first haven service of 2023. I have all I need. Tell your neighbor, I have all I need. 
Tell the neighbor you rejected. I have all I need. Can you stretch your hands to heaven right now? Lord Jesus, we give you glory and honor. We thank you. And we're humbled, Father, at the presence of God, the holiness of God that's already came near into this, into this room. And now we ask, Holy Spirit, you to do your work, cause this word to come alive, bring revelation to our hearts, Father, in this room. May we start 2023 on fire, on fire for the kingdom of God, determined, Father, to live out what you have procured for us, Father, walking in the fullness of the power of God. God. Oh, do a deep work in each one of us tonight, Lord, and we give you the glory and the honor. Amen. You can be seated. There was one occasion where I was um, on a flight. I've shared this story before. I was on a flight to Africa. It was a long flight, and I had the misfortune of sitting beside a very large Amazon woman, very large, and uh, very tall, and large, and tall. She was taller than me, and uh, she was an African. Um, and so a white lady and, uh, so she is, she's, I'm like, oh, it was a really large plane, jet, double decker. And I'm like the third row. There's four, four seats. I'm like the third one in. And so I've got people all around me. I don't have the window seat and I've got Amazon lady beside me and I can't get out. Finally, she decides to go to the bathroom like on hour 11. So I'm like, oh. I don't know why I just felt like I couldn't ask her to move. It was just impossible to step over her, you know. Like she would've, it would have been a mess. So, you know, uh, enduring for the Lord. And so I get into the aisle. I go, and I'm really got to go to the bathroom at this point because it's been a long time. And, uh, you, you know, the, when you sit on a flight for that long, like circulation starts getting cut off in your legs. They start swelling. You're like, have you ever sat on the toilet so long that when you did stand up, you fell? Yeah, I was like, that kind of, that kind of, that's never happened to you? If, can I see your hand if that's happened to you? I can't be the only one, surely. Wow, the rest of y'all, I don't know, I think you need to pray through. Um, that's pretty regular for me, actually. Uh, but anyway, so I make my way to the bathroom, I go in, you know, and in uh, and, 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 uh, just relief, right? And so then I have to get out, and I'm having trouble exiting the, the bathroom. And so I'm shaking the, the door, you know, continue to, to try to get out. And it was, there were people gathering, they're queuing up to get in, and I'm trying to get out. And finally somebody, after I made a, a big commotion, somebody, and it was a long flight, you know, I was delusional. And somebody kind of whispers in the door, you have to pull, right? So I... It's just a folding door. I'm trying to push this time, and it's actually like a folding, and you pull, it was just awkward. And, like, the whole time, like, I'm, I'm trying to, 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 I think I'm, I, I don't know what I thought. Uh, the entire point being is, like, I had everything I needed. I just had to got to get it put together. I just need somebody to whisper, right? Like, give me a little hint. I should have known, right? But I didn't, right? It happens. It's like, you got to pull, right? I just want to come, you know, tonight, and I want to tell you in 2023, I don't know what you've been worried about. I don't know what lack you've had up to this point. I don't know what 2022, what lows that you went through, but I just want to whisper in your ear tonight, you have all you need. You have all that you need. In our story, we read of Peter and John, and they're going, uh, they're going the ninth hour to, to the to the to the temple area here for prayer. 
for the hour of prayer. And the Bible says that at this gate called Beautiful, this large gate, 75 feet in length, 34 feet in height, there is a gathering of all kinds of sick and lame people for the purpose of collecting alms. And this particular man that was lame, the Bible says, you read it with me, that this was the practice of daily his people picking him up and taking him to the gate called Beautiful, sitting him down so that he could collect alms and then coming and collecting him at the end of the day with his alms and bringing him back. And there's this cycle in his life for more than four 40 years, this is all that had been. This is all that he had faith for. This is all that he had believed for. If I can get enough for today. And day after day after day, stuck, stuck in this cycle of being carried by someone else in the hopes of just getting enough to get by and then being carried back. But I come to tell you this, this evening on this first haven of 2023, God has more for you. You don't have to be stuck in any any cycle of depression or any cycle of, of sin or any cycle of condemnation, but he has come to give you all that you need. Amen. Glory be unto God. That's a good part to just lift your hand up and say, praise God. Go ahead and try, just practice a little bit. Praise God. And so he's come to give you all that you need. And so he, we see in the story that, that they are sitting by this beautiful gate. And so, wow, it's just so, it's, it's so mag, magnanimous. They, they say that of all the other gates, this was the most beautiful, which is, of course, why they called it the beautiful gate. And, and so, so it's, it's, it's a gate that, that was incredibly awe-inspiring. But the beauty of the gate never brought healing. The beauty of the structure never brought lasting change to anyone that sat by it. And I just want to remind you, as we gather in this, in this, in this sanctuary tonight, it's not about a light show, and it's not about a smoke show, and it's not about a, a musical, a musical uh, performance. It's about one thing. It's about one thing, and that is the name that is above every name, and that is the name of Jesus Christ. And if I can say it like Peter, Jesus Christ of Nazareth. And it can't take, uh, religion can't satisfy what my soul longs for. Religion can't give me what I need in this new year. There is but one answer, and that is the person of Jesus Christ. Amen. And so if we have a large crowd or if we have a small crowd, if we have a pretty crowd or a prettier crowd, one thing is the answer, and that is the person of Jesus Christ. We need more of Jesus, more of his spirit, and less of us. And so as much as I would like to have some of us leaders talk about those, those uh, you know, this is church talk, I guess, those uh, light boards that are uh, LED boards, like the walls, LED walls, man, those are so incredible, right? Man, the things that we could do right? But it doesn't bring anything if we don't have anointing, right? And so we may not have the prettiest structures all the time or, or have everything laid out in a, a, you know, there's a lot of things that we can talk about that we lack, you know? Some of y'all like to talk a lot about what we lack. And some of you guys like to talk a lot about what you lack. What are you going to do in 2023? Talk about what you don't have. 
Talk about where you, you failed or where you messed up or talk about the missteps or talk about the harm that's come your way? Or can we talk about what you do have? Can you imagine Peter at the very gate where he denied Christ? The Bible says it was the ninth hour. Do you know it was the ninth hour that he denied Christ? A coincidence? I don't think so. And here he comes. Could it have been the same people? Could there have been, could there have been in the crowd people who heard this man deny Jesus just weeks prior? Can you imagine the shame that tried to creep on Peter? You know what shame is? It's guilt. It's guilt. It's the feeling of guilt for something that you've done. Can you imagine the shame that tried to whelm Peter as he walked up to this gate and laid eyes on this lame man? You don't think he didn't think about what had occurred in that very location at that very time? Think about the condemnation. Think about the condemnation that, that came to Peter as he is stepping out in a new season to do great things for God. But you know what Peter understood? He understood that the devil is a liar, and he understood that there was forgiveness in Christ Jesus. There is now the scripture says, no condemnation. Do you know what condemn? You know what we put in, in front of a building that's been condemned? A sign. You know why? Because it's, it's dilapidated. It's dilapidated and it's unsafe. And so we condemn the building. Have you seen a condemned building? But the God that we serve, there's not, therefore, no condemnation. You know why? He's not a God that comes and condemns. No, that's the enemy of your soul. The God that we serve, the Jesus that we serve, is a God that restores. Oh, that's another good point to lift your hands to heaven and give him glory. He's a God that restores. And every lie that has come your way as we start this new year, every feeling of guilt, oh, I come to tell somebody, he bore your guilt, he bore your shame, he became condemned so that you may live. This is the Jesus that we serve. Hallelujah unto God. And so Peter and John are coming to the gate at the ninth hour at the time for prayer. And they had just missed the time of evening sacrifice. Because they understood. They didn't need to go to the temple for sacrifice. The sacrifice had already been made. But they come for prayer. And they come to be a gospel witness in this, in this, this moment. And so we've got all of these lame people, particularly this lame man that's been at the gate begging for many, many years. And no doubt he expected the day's wage that he needed. But this day was different. This day was a different day. Peter was coming. Oh, I wish that would get in your spirit. This was a different day. The gate that saw a collection of a bunch of people that were lame, set, placed at this 
outside of the temple on purpose because the religious establishment needed to give alms. And they felt really good about giving alms to the poor and to the lame and to the needy. And so, but the religion of the day never healed a single person. But this day was different because Peter didn't come and John didn't come with religion. But instead, they came filled with the Holy Ghost. They came filled with everything that they needed and everyone that around them may have needed. And so this was a different day. Why? Because Peter was showing up. Oh, I wish that you would understand every day that you decide to go to a backslidden workplace or a dark, dark uh, uh, school building, this day is a different day. Why? Because you're showing up filled with the power of God and the anointing of God and the glory of God. Oh, tomorrow can be different. Why? Because you're going to show up. Amen. Amen. Understand you have all that you need. There is no magical moment that you need to be looking for. We don't need somebody to come and lay some special sauce on your forehead. You understand you can buy special anointing oil from all over the world, from all kinds of ministers in the world, and it's supposed to like, you know, I don't know, hasten your prayers. And so we don't need a special anointing oil for you to, to step into what God has for you. Oh, this river, the Bible says, you who are thirsty come and drink oh it'll cost you nothing and you don't need anybody to lay hands on you to receive it there's a river available for you to walk in all that God has for you amen I have all I need tell your neighbor I have all I need amen amen and so and so this this Peter Stepping over shame and stepping over condemnation and walking in forgiveness. I want you to understand that if you're going to progress in 2023 and move into the more of what God has for you, you're going to have to learn to walk in forgiveness and leave condemnation behind and leave shame behind and leave guilt behind. Do you understand? Do you understand? Do you understand that the blood of Jesus is powerful enough to save you from yesterday's sins, but also today's unrighteousness and also tomorrow's unrighteousness? I don't know if you do, because some of us have lived this kind of, of Christian life, not because we've wanted to walk out on God and not because we, 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 we had a heart to sin, but because we, were, but, but because we had missteps along the way and falterings and failures along the way. And we allowed the voice of the enemy to convince us that somehow we were excluded from the love of Jesus or somehow the blood of Jesus was, was, was disqualified in our lives. But I come to remind you that the blood of Jesus is powerful enough to keep you, the powerful enough to endure whatever, whatever, whatever failure you might endure tomorrow. My goodness, can you imagine a God that has forgiven you today but has to erase you tomorrow because of a, a thought that was, that, was, that was inappropriate or a word that comes out of your mouth that's not uh, in alignment with Scripture or because of a deed, uh, an act of, of commission or omission that you, that you had, had. And this is not, uh, some of you I understand, oh, God, that's why that haven crowd. That greasy grace. I'm not talking greasy grace tonight. I'm talking about the power 
of the blood of Jesus. And if you had any idea just how unrighteous you were, you would understand that it better be pretty powerful. It better be pretty powerful enough to preserve you in your failings and in your shortcomings. There is no point in your Christian walk where you graduate from the need of the righteousness of God. You never graduate from the need of the blood of Jesus to cover your sins. You were a sinner, and you will always be a sinner unless you're covered by his blood. Amen. Amen. So how was Peter able to walk in this newness of life? Is because he walked in forgiveness. Amen. Praying in front of men and women that saw him deny Jesus but refusing to be condemned, refusing to allow shame to creep back, creep back up in his life. Hallelujah. Amen. Why? Because he was punished that we might be forgiven. He was wounded that we might be healed. He was made sin with our sinfulness that we might be made the righteousness with his righteousness. He died our death that we might share in his life. He was made a curse that we might receive the blessing and he endured our poverty that we might share in his abundance. Peter understood the power of the blood of Jesus. Amen. This is why Isaiah prophesied in chapter 53, who has believed what he has heard from us? And to whom has the arm of the Lord been revealed? For he grew up before him like a young plant and like a root out of dry ground. And he had no form or majesty that we should look at him and no beauty that we should desire him. For he was despised and rejected by men, a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. And was from whom men hid their face. He was despised and he was esteemed him not. People esteemed him not. Surely he has borne our grief and carried our sorrows yet we esteemed him stricken smitten by God and afflicted but he was pierced for our transgressions and he was crushed for our iniquities and upon him was the chastisement that brought us peace and with his wounds we are healed amen glory to God you're probably going to mess up this week what are you going to do Throw in the towel. Some of you are going to mess up in small ways, but some of you are going to mess up in big ways. What's your response? To refuse to believe the word of God? To refuse to believe that you were ever saved? That the blood of Jesus ever applied to you? To refuse to believe that God delivered you? To refuse to believe that he healed you? Peter understood the power of the blood of Jesus. And if you're going to walk in the fullness of what God has for you, you too will have to rely on the power of the blood of Jesus. Amen. Are you ready to do that in 2023? Amen. Can I just slide this in? This wasn't in my notes, but are you willing to allow that same grace to be applied to the person sitting next to you? Because they're going to mess up too. And sometimes their mess ups may affect you in a negative way. May bring harm to you. What kind of grace are you going to extend to them? Is the power of the, power of the blood of Jesus only efficient?
for you, but not the person beside you? What was the shift in Peter's life that allowed him to walk up to a gate called Beautiful and to see a lame man get up and walk? Number two, he was filled with the Holy Ghost. He believed in the power of the blood of Jesus. And he believed in the power of the Holy Ghost. Amen. You read it in Acts chapter 2 on the day of Pentecost. When the day of Pentecost had fully come, the appointed time from the foundation of the earth. As Jesus is getting ready to ascend to heaven, he says, before I go, I need you to do something because I have a gift for you. Before I go, I want you to tarry in Jerusalem so that you can be endued with power. That word endued literally means to put on. It's like a coat. And this isn't, I, I want to share this. This isn't the first time we see this in Scripture. The first time we see the gift of blessing and the gift of a coat is actually all the way back in Genesis. The Bible says that Joseph's father in his old age brought in Joseph. Before he left, he said, I have a gift for you. It's a gift of favor. It's a gift of grace. I have a coat. And Joseph took that coat, and you know and I know he wore it proudly. He kind of probably let it go to his head, and it got him in trouble. But make no mistake, the coat that Jesus has for you is Holy Ghost. There's enough for every single one of us and you don't have to get jealous because somebody else is walking in in this calling or somebody else has walked into this ministry or to that platform because you have a coat too you have a coat too and Peter understood, oh, he's seen the works of, of, of John, and he's seen the works of the other apostles, and, and heard of Paul, and what Paul was doing, oh, but he was convinced, there's a coat for me too, oh yeah, and he wasn't ashamed of this coat. I know that we live in a time where we're not really sure how much we want to put on this coat, uh, we're not really sure if we want to allow the Holy Spirit to do this work in us, we want to, we want to allow the Holy Spirit to speak through us as he wants to speak through us with the evidence 
evidence of, uh, of speaking in tongues. Like, oh, I don't know about that. It seems a little strange to me. I don't know if I believe in, in divine healings and miracles. Seems a little radical to me. I don't know about you, but I'm not going to be ashamed of the coat that he has for me. Oh, I want to put it on, and I want to wear it into the marketplace, and I want to wear it into my home, and I want to wear it to the school, and I want to wear it into the community. I want people to know that they don't have to come to the gate begging for something that will never satisfy. Oh, but there's an answer for them. There's wholeness and there's healing. There's newness of life for them too. And Peter understood this. And the reason why this lame man was able to get up is because Peter decided to put on the coat that day. We're all good at putting on the coat. Church services. Everybody's got their coat on. Flashing it. Watch my coat. Watch how I can shout in my coat. Watch how I can run the aisles in my coat. Watch how loud I can praise in my coat. Watch how I lift my hands. You guys ever analyze people? This is a side note. You guys ever analyze people when they worship? I, I'm a people watcher and the way they lift their hands and stuff. And I don't know. I just think it's interesting how people worship. You know, the T-Rex, alligator hands, which I appreciate. I was an alligator guy for a long time. You know? One, the receive posture. Yes, Jesus, I'm receiving, I'm receiving. That's a TV carrier. Is that it? That's a TV carrier. Right. It's a commanding, you know, like, you know. And the way that people do their feet, I don't know, like even like the way they do their fingers, I can get caught up in that. I'm weird. Now you'll never be able to worship again in the service. You'll just be analyzing people how they worship and. Yeah, just undone everything that I built up to. Oh, dear God. Somebody play some music. I don't know. All right, so we're really good. We're really good at putting on the coat, right, when we come to a church service. Man, I'll tell you what, I'm the best coat, coat wearer at camp, at youth camp. I'm going to tell you right now. You'll get me in the youth camp. I'm really good coat carrier, coat wearer then. Put on the Holy Ghost, right? So, But I can tell you this. I can tell you, I can take you to the, the day and the moment where I received this coat. And I can tell you that my life has never, ever been the same. On one night, all by myself, in an all-night prayer meeting on a Friday night. I don't know, I've been doing it a long time. And right here, just me and Jesus. Oh, and gloriously received the baptism of the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking in tongues. And my life has never been the same because I've learned that I didn't just put it on one time on one occasion and one experience but I learned day after day after day to put on the coat again and put on the coat again and when I didn't feel like putting on the coat trying to put on that coat again oh my god Peter understood the necessity of the Holy Ghost and he put on the coat and because he chose to wear this garment on this day a man received receives a double miracle not only is he able to able to rise and walk but is as if as if he was never lame the bible says that he got up and he began to leap and jump and worship and praise god and then he followed peter and john into the temple and worshiped there and so he did something with this miracle he didn't just stay there he didn't just go home he began to follow after god and he began to worship god for what he had done and so You have all you need for 2023. And what you need is to recognize 
that the power of the blood of Jesus is sufficient for you. It's already been done. You already have it. If you've received Christ Jesus as your Lord and Savior, it's all, he, the blood of Jesus has already been applied to your life. You already have it. Quit beating on the door trying to get out. Just access it. <laughs> Don't allow fear and condemnation and guilt to creep its way back into your, into your mind and into your world and, 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 and be the, the driver of your decisions. You've been forgiven. And if it was good enough for Peter, who left Christ at the, his most vulnerable moment, if it's good enough for Peter, Certainly, it's good enough for you and for me. Number two, Peter walked in the fullness of this Holy Ghost. And he learned to put on this Holy Ghost day after day after day after day. Amen. And so the commission to you is to wear the coat that he's given you. Amen. Silver and gold have I none, but what I have. You can have it. You can receive it. You can walk in it. Amen. And if you will, I promise you, yokes will be destroyed. Bondages will be broken. I need it. I need it now more than I've ever needed it. And you need him. And you need him now more than you never, ever needed him. Amen. Amen. Joseph's coat was a coat of many colors. I've never done a study on the colors. For the preachers in the room, this would probably be a really powerful message. I'm, that's not a joke, actually. It's being really serious. It'd probably be a really powerful message. This would be the start of one that you could study. Study out. Because I'm certain that every, every color has a significant meaning. Joy. Peace. Forgiveness. Long-suffering, thankfulness, and gratefulness. Tongues, miracles, signs and wonders. I want the coat my Father has for me. Amen. Finally, Peter, not only did he trust in the power of the blood of Jesus. Not only did he ensure that he wore the coat that his father gave him and walk in the power of the Holy Ghost, but he also operated in the power of faith. Four and a half minutes, stay with me. He operated in the power of faith. And he approaches this man. The Bible says that he and John instruct him, look at me. 
I'm not just anybody that's come into your life. I'm not just anybody that's come into your sphere in this moment. I've come with a purpose. Not that he was any that Peter believed he was anything or needed some special attention, but he wanted this young this this man to know that this day change was coming to where he was. And the Bible says that that man looked up at Peter and he looked up at John and they made eye contact. And the Bible said he looked with expectancy. My goodness, when you begin to look unto the Lord with expectancy, what he can do. And he expected his faith was enough for some alms. If you'll just begin to operate in what faith, the Bible says he's dealt to every man the measure of faith, what faith that you do have, the Lord, when he measures out and responds to your faith, it's always more than enough. And the Bible says that Peter said to him, I don't have what you're looking for in alms. I don't have the gold or the silver, but I do have what you need. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, get up and walk. But does he get up and walk? He doesn't, does he? So what does Peter do? Peter reaches down, the Bible says, and he takes him by the hand and begins to lift him. It's one thing to believe God. And begin to prophesy and proclaim. But what happens when what you're prophesying and believing and proclaiming doesn't move? What happens when the thing that you've been praying for and believing for, what happens when the thing that you've been fasting for has not changed? The Bible says that Peter didn't just walk away. If he did, there would have been no miracle. But Peter, quickened by the Holy Spirit, the Bible says he reaches down. This man is still lame. This man is still broken. This man is still unable to move. But he reaches down and begins to lift him up. Oh, would to God that that young men and young women, women would begin to reach down again to the thing that you thought would never come to fruition, to the thing that you've been believing God for, but it hasn't turned out, the thing that you've been praying for, but you've never seen the answer. Reach down again in faith. I'm not just going to believe it, but I'm going to allow my faith to cause action and movement in my daily life. And I'm going to walk as though that thing that I've called for has already happened. Amen. Next Thursday, next Thursday, we'll, we'll close. Jessica and I will close on 25 acres. This has been a dream. Like, this, is, this has been a, a just a, a, I don't know, just a way out there, impossible God dream. We, let me tell you this story. I'm going to close. Play music so I'll hurry. We wanted to, we were at Dynam Drive in Carlisle for 13 years. We've got four kids and three boys, beautiful little girl. And we wanted to get them in the country so they could live. People drive 100 miles an hour on Diane Drive. And, uh, and there's no a tenth of an acre. It's just not the life that we wanted. And this isn't a, it was a beautiful house. It's everything we needed. We didn't need a different location. But we prayed. God sends people in your life and connects you with people that, you know, you just never, just know you're never going to get to where God has for you if you, if you, if you, if you, if you don't learn to connect with people, if you don't learn to love people. 
We didn't even know about this place but for Russ and Kim. And they connected us and and we saw the 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 owner, the old man out and began to strike up a conversation. Long story short, uh, the man sells us, which is a whole another story, and it's a whole another miracle. And uh, and we immediately knew that there's an adjoining property, 180 acres, and we immediately knew that we would like that. And uh, Bill Cole, he's like Matt. He said I had to fight tooth and nail for an acre to put in a driveway. They're not going to sell it to you. I'm like, well, I don't want much. We'll just take five. An acre even, you know, just something. Long story short, talking about putting action to your faith. The Lord spoke to my heart and said, I know you want it, but you haven't asked me for it. Talking about the, the acreage. I know your heart but you've not prayed. So I began to pray. And the Lord connected me with the landowner. Wild story there. And long story short, the, that he needed his property mowed or actually needed, he didn't have access to a bush hog. And I just said, I'll do it for you. And, uh, I said, I just need you to let my kids ride their four-wheelers over here because they destroyed my yard. It's a lot of acreage, so um, he didn't want me to mow it necessarily bush hog at all. But I felt the Lord speak to my heart. I told my wife this when she asked why I would need to get off the tractor. I felt the Lord speak to my heart. Just bush hog what you want. I know that sounds crazy and illogical. I know we didn't need that. It was a desire that we wanted. And so, and this is just one anecdotal story. So, just started bush hogging all that we wanted. And it wasn't a few months later, the owner comes and says, You still want this land? How much do you want? And he tried to sell it all to me, but. We were about half a million short, so. <clears throat> so we got what we mowed. And next Thursday, we'll go, we'll, Lord willing, we'll sign the papers on 25 acres. What am I saying? Just, we can be really religious. Revival! Holy Spirit, come. Save my family. Words, words, words. Eliza Doolittle said, I'm so tired of words. Where are the doers? Take him at his word and put action to what he's spoken. And Peter comes full of faith. He doesn't just say in the name of Jesus, arise and walk. When he doesn't move, he reaches down and takes him by the hand and lifts him up. And the 
Bible says that his ankles begin to take form and he began to leap with joy and leap in worship. It never would have happened if he didn't allow the words to turn into action. And so what I'm telling you as we go into 2023, trust and know that you are a child of the living God, that the grace of the Lord and the blood of Jesus is sufficient for you. And the Holy Ghost is available unto you to empower you if you'll but put him on. And I want to remind you, there's an entire sphere that God has put you in a circle of people at schools and at workplaces and at universities that are waiting for you to put on the coat of the Holy Ghost that are waiting on the sons and daughters of Christ Jesus to be made manifest oh to no longer be ashamed of what God has done for you and offer this joy this peace this hope this restoration this deliverance unto them and then to walk in boldness and in faith oh not just the religious crowd that's that's yelling uh, yelling over the gate called beautiful bless you in the name of Jesus here's some more money and here's some here's another gift and here's something to eat no I've come to bring change I've come to give you Christ Jesus I've come to deliver unto you oh deliverance for the captives amen I have all I need I'm not worried for 2023 I have all I need Oh, it's because you probably just, you know, you just you just don't have a lot to worry about because you're just secure. There's a lot of safety there. Oh, no. You've got no idea. You've got no idea. When you've got four children involved, it's a whole nother level. It's a whole nother level of faith. When you've got a... Uh, there's a whole lot. But guess what? We don't have to cave to fear. We've got all we need. Can you just begin to speak that over yourself right now? I have all I need. I'm not talking about humanism. I'm talking about in Christ. I have all I need. Can you just begin to say that? I have all that I need. I have all that I need. Amen. Amen. I lack no thing, but am complete in Christ Jesus. Amen. I lack nothing that I need. There's a whole lot of things that I can stop and say I don't have and, and I wish I, and this could, and that and there's a lot I don't have but what I do have it's all I need. Bow your heads, close your eyes. Lord Jesus we look with great anticipation to this new year to the God of more than enough this new season this new chapter Father, we want the Holy Spirit to resonate in our hearts in the face of fear, in the face of condemnation, in the face of guilt, of worry about the days and the months ahead. There may be a lot of questions that we have. There may be a lot of things that we would like to have. But God, we trust and know like Peter, we do have all that we need. Keep your heads bowed and your eyes closed. We've talked about forgiveness tonight, and maybe you're here, and you're not walking in step with the Lord. And you know tonight you want to make a fresh commitment to Jesus. You know that you need the blood of Christ applied to your life, and you want to start 2023 with this fresh commitment to the Lord. If that's you, 
you just throw your hand up and back down really quickly? I want to make a fresh surrender to Jesus. There are issues in my life I know I need to get under the blood. Sure, sure. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Look up here. It's a new year. What are you going to do? How are you going to respond? It's a new opportunity. The beautiful thing, I understand, the beautiful thing with, 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 uh, with believers is every day is a new day. He says, old things are passed away, and behold, all things have become new. And this is the promise. There's something about a new year and a new start and a fresh perspective. What are you going to do with the valleys? What are you going to do with the failures? What are you going to do with the shortcomings? What are you going to do with the sin? I know what I want to do. I want to take it to the blood, to Jesus. I want to take it to the cross. As I put on that, my father's coat, you know what else I'm going to do? I want to apply the blood of Jesus. I want to apply the blood of Jesus every single day. I want to put on the coat of the Holy Spirit every single day with the Lord's help. And I'm going to allow the Holy Spirit to stir up faith to do what only he can do in the people around me. Amen. I want to invite everyone in this room to come and move to the front. Let's move to the front. Thanks for listening. If this message blessed you in any way, please consider subscribing and sharing this podcast with someone. You can follow us on social media at Haven Youth Church. We love you, fam. The best is yet to come.